1: and welcome everybody to another episode of lower after hours and as you can see from the title of the episode we are super super thrilled to have just had one mina kimes on the show um this was i i think this is our biggest guest i would i would say she's our our you know most famous biggest get yet morgan do you think is that pretty accurate to say
2: um, well she's our biggest times yet. Um, but you know, she's second in line. We're we're aiming for the top. We'll get there eventually. Yeah,
1: yeah eventually. Um You're but right. but I
2: think, I think we're taking the right steps in the right direction.
1: We're, we're moving, uh, one, one times at a time. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, so, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, get, get to the peak of that family at some point, but yeah. Um, I, uh, man, she could not have been any sweeter or, or down to earth on that, that recording just then. Uh, what, what did you think about it? How do you think it went?
3: Oh, I I thought it went really well. I mean, I thought she was, you know, as with some of the guests we've had, she wasn't scared by our numbers she seemed welcoming and open to everything we had to say, and I thought it went well, there was a lot of back and forth, and you know she's really smart and really good at what she does, and I think it shows in what she had to say tonight
1: she uh sure sh- her her uh answer size like you could tell she she is such she's so polished now basically like from the time that she started on lebitard show to now and like kind of being nervous on mike she is such a pro obviously she's been you know done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours at this point of of podcasting but man uh so smooth on on all of her answers pam uh how did you feel about it
4: well it was super exciting like i don't get overly nervous that often anymore i was super nervous tonight um she's as lovely and engaging and smart and funny as i knew that she would be right and it was such a thrill to even get a minute of her time i feel like we were so lucky tonight
1: and not to uh uh spoil anything but spoiler alert she complimented your voice she said she loved your voice so that (laughs) that is that's always nice right I
4: can't wait. I have to text someone later and say, remember when you said my accent sounded fake and forced? We'll oh, get wow. the bitch. Mina Kimes likes it. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah, that's that's a credential right there. Add that to the resume for sure. Uh, Jeanette, she kind of stole the show a little bit. Or should I say, uh, well, Jeanette always steals the show. But in addition to Jeanette stealing the show, Jeanette's dog also stole the show. What What's the name of your dog, Jeanette?
5: His name is Bolillo because he looks like a loaf of Mexican bread. (laughs) Because he's fat and a little golden. So that's what my mom named him. Okay. And there has, when I've posted photos of him, there have been accusations that he has a strong resemblance to uh, Lenny Kimes, the real Lenny Kimes. Sure, sure. So Mm -hmm. I thought that Mina would appreciate seeing um, my dog.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: What a coincidence. Yeah.
1: (laughs) morgan morgan seems to be uh, alluding to something uh maybe some kind of conspiracy maybe um well,
2: i'm just saying that the dog made a very remarkable appearance when the heat started to get turned on Jeanette. and i don't know i think that there needs to be a few more lights turned on some bushes looked through
1: some some good stones back to cop.
2: overturn you right he, right here's where brain? were you last night Jeanette?
5: <laughs> I was here at home with my dog but when I told him about Mina he like looked at me and I could tell that he wanted to meet Mina because he's a huge fan of Lenny's so it's com- really, yeah look it's, like, it's completely it's all in innocent the family it's all in the family uh, It's the
1: complete...
2: family account. what about that
1: <laughs> uh completely innocent behavior on Jeanette's part I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Jeanette here uh pal how did you think
6: it went think it went pretty good to be honest i was i was expecting maybe you know somewhat of a debate between her and with my with what i asked but uh, i was pretty pleased i love the confidence she had
1: her her answers she came strong with some of them like right off the top I think she came strong for for Aaron's question uh, for uh, some of Morgan's questions uh, she didn't hesitate whatsoever so either she has brains similar to ours where she is pondering just uh, absolute obscure inane bullshit all day <laughs> or or uh, she's just that good and uh, so it, it's it's kind of you know it's a toss up honestly. He's Belichick. Uh, she's prepared for the situation. Absolutely she is <laughs> i'm
7: not
2: sure she has brains similar as ours. house that.
1: <laughs> i was trying to i was trying to to pay ourselves a, a little compliment there but uh
2: yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll take it but it's not true
1: yeah um, but yeah mike, you're right.
2: mike, mike tried to say last week that, like mina was going to be like green forever like mina's a pro oh like she's an, so a, an good. absolute pro that so woman good. knows her shit she knows x's o's she knows everything she's correcting you before you've even got your question out that's true she knows as she did the mark everything I, and i love that i love that because he came to he came at her and she put him straight back down i love that she's a pro she's not green
1: 100 100 agree well A-me. we uh yes thank you thank you for giving me the Amin right there pal uh we really hope you enjoy this interview we had a lot of fun doing it and uh enjoy To another edition of Lower After Hours. This evening, we are absolutely thrilled to be joined by none other than the owner of the single greatest DMX impression of all time, mm. the wonderful and fabulous
7: Mina Khan. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Thank you. R I P, by the way. But thank you.
1: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh Mina, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. How's your how's your day gone?
8: It's been good. I had around the horn with Pablo, who's also, I guess, part of the the multiverse. Um <laughs> and uh other than that, you know, I've just been running some errands. Um, did a Falcons podcast. So this is my second podcast of the day, but yeah, it's been it's been a good
1: day. Good to hear. Good to hear. Well, uh, this will probably not be anything like the Falcons podcast. Um, oh. I don't even know if we have a single football question, actually. Um, uh, wow, from the ones really? That, yeah, believe okay. it or not. We might have a couple that have snuck in there. Who knows? But um, all right. Well, I'm going to get things started. Uh, I'm going to throw it out to our man, Lou Rafter. He's going to kick things off for us. Go ahead, Lou.
7: Hello, Mina. Hello, Lou. So since Mother's Day is coming up, I have a question of when was the time when your mom told you, I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed at you.
8: <laughs> oh, my gosh, there's so much. I did, I don't know if I've made this clear, but I was like not a great kid. Um well <laughs> I would have to make that clear in any format but I said um yeah so i i got I didn't get into trouble in like traditional ways but I got in trouble for doing things like you know reading all night and stuff which is shocking I know um I have a bit, one distinct memory of my mom being very disappointed was um, I lied. I forged a signature for a field trip and got in trouble and I had to sit on the landing of our staircase all day. So it's vivid, a vivid memory, yeah. So.
7: Wow, awesome, thank you so much.
8: Yeah, you're welcome.
7: <laughs> that was uh, that was
1: probably the least surprising answer to that question I could have imagined. Forging a signature to go on a field trip. What was the field, field trip? Field trips for? are bomb.
8: Everybody oh, yeah, wants they are. to go on field trips when you're a kid. Where, um, where was it too? You know, I, it was when I was living in Virginia, I lived in a bunch of places as a kid because my dad was in the military. And so I think it was like a Civil War battle site, like Bull Run or something, which okay. was like a very common field trip when if you live in that area. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of someone that lives in the area, I'm going to throw it to Halloween Basic on Twitter, Pam. All right. She's got a question for you. Go ahead, Pam.
4: Hey Mina, how are you?
8: Hey, what's up,
1: Pam?
4: Good. So good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. So my question for you is, um, obviously, as a woman in sports, you probably get a lot of trolls, hateful comments, rude things said about you to you. Um, I've noticed that while some of your female colleagues will engage somewhat and even um, shame, publicly shame, I don't see you engaging as much with the trolls How do you handle that? Um, What's your method for stepping back and not letting that affect you?
8: I love your voice. I um, constantly get told I have a southern accent. I don't know. I it's I don't I don't think I do. I think it's because I lived in so many places. I just kind of have a little bit of everything and ended up with a weird, like I don't know, stew of accents. Which maybe is why I'm such an incredible accent expert. But So what what you just described is actually like something that I've thought about, I'll put a lot of conscious thought into how do I engage with like negativity on the internet? I think that's something we all do. It's something I've talked about on on the show, Levitar Show before. And it's my approach to that has really evolved over the years, um, as has my, I guess, reach. And one thing I realized about myself is while I did kind of have, I would get like a dopamine hit from like a funny dunk and Occasionally, you know, clapping back if there was a joke to be made. And every now and then I still do it. I'm not like, you know, going to pretend that it never happens. I also felt or noticed in myself that the negativity of reading it and engaging it outweighed those kind of fleeting moments of like feeling like I dunked on someone. And I'm just speaking for myself. I, everyone, I think everyone has like a really different approach to fighting on the Internet and whether or not it kind of sticks with them. I'm the kind of person where if someone says something mean on me on Twitter, I'll be thinking about it 14 hours later and feeling like shit. So yeah. um, about a year ago, one thing I did was I changed it to where I only see my mentions from people who follow me, which really weeds out a lot of the negativity and I recommend it for everyone because I didn't want it to where I was only seeing people I follow. Cause I really love seeing like, you know, a wide variety of, listeners and viewers and fans, and and so much of it is cool and positive and fun, but I also didn't want to see, you know, right after I got off a show, eat shit, you ugly, you know, bee or whatever. I don't know why I'm, I, I'm like being weirdly choosy about the cuss words. Either. So, um, and, and the vast majority of those people don't follow you, right? Like, so I found that was like a really great way for me to filter it out a bit. And then I, I just mute and move on a lot more now. Um, but I, I, like for me, I'm not, you didn't ask me for advice, but I'm, I I think everyone has a really different, like is affected by it all in different ways. We live in a really weird time where like everyone has access to everyone. And I think I had to like do a lot of self-searching to figure out how I wanted to exist on the internet.
4: Awesome. Thank you so much. And I wish (laughs) I had known this last week. Oh, that's Frank.
8: He just walked (laughs) into the frame as you were talking. So sorry. I
4: wish I had known that last week because I engaged and now next time I'm, I'm just going to get rid of the mentions of people that don't follow me. And, there you go. And I won't.
8: Thank Different you. for everyone, man. Like Sarah Spain, who I work with, Who you guys, I don't know if you've had her on this show, but you yeah. obviously, you know, her. okay. Well, she does, she is not, she is much um, thicker skin than I am and it doesn't affect her in the same way.
1: And I think, you know,
8: as a result, we deal with it differently.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. No, thanks for
1: having me. That's absolutely a pro move. Uh, having the mentions on just Ooh. for the folks that follow you. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Big,
8: big change. For the <laughs>
1: I can imagine. I can imagine. All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it to uh, Mr. At Lebitard show fan on Twitter. Mark. Go
6: ahead, Mark. Hello, Mina. Your best friend here. Nice to finally meet you.
8: I know. We, we um, really go way back.
6: Yeah. So I. Uh, I became a fan just like everyone else on this call when we first saw you on C-SPAN discussing (laughs) your Forbes article, Railroads, Cartel, or Free Market Success Story. And my question goes back to Railroads. It's been about a decade since you wrote the article. Do you think there's still a cartel in the industry? And how do you see the incoming shortage of traditional truck drivers as going to affect this industry as well?
8: So I I didn't mean to correct you mid-sent question with the Fortune Forbes thing. But honestly, there are people not just in my extended family, but immediate family who think I worked at Forbes for six years. So don't feel too bad about mixing that up. It really is and honestly unfortunate that the two most prominent business magazines both start with the same three letters when you think about it. Um, I haven't kept up with the railroads. It, it, it had gotten down to about four, which I felt, you know, or not me, but like many people, uh, shippers, I believe, felt was uh, approaching cartel-like behavior. So I don't know what the state of the industry is now, but um, based on what I do know about antitrust in America and federal policy, I suspect that it hasn't been broken up. So I stand by my original story, Mark.
6: Thank you. I even took notes and I still wrote down Forbes magazine, which is really embarrassing. It's,
8: it, like I said, literally <laughs> happens all the time, uh, constantly. So you're not okay. alone.
6: Okay. I feel better now. Well, thank you for joining us. I do appreciate it.
8: Yes. I, I was not saying yes to your thank you. I was saying yes to this comment. I believe there are four major railroads from said
6: hey yeah. getting
1: the names of major publications correct is why she's the professional and we're not so uh, well i yeah. worked there so be yeah that's something. true that that helps as well yeah uh all right up next i'm gonna throw it out to jeanette jeanette's got a question for you go ahead
5: boy do i have a question so hi Mina. in your twitter bio it says that wins are not a qb stat but over the last few months you have appointed yourself as a net super fan so wow. in your new fandom of the nba have you found a similar observation that applies
8: wow that's a great great question Matt. thank you um i think so Wins your are not a QB stat is mostly when people t- so the reason i have that in my bio is it really irritates me when hot takers or just people talking about football um evaluate quarterback's career based on wins losses super bowls that kind of thing it's team sport um i do think the same thing applies to nba players like i un- unlike some people do not believe rings is a, a appropriate uh <laughs> answer for the goat question for example um but i do think it's a little bit different from the nfl uh, i think the nfl is more of a team sport than any other sport, frankly. Um, And so, actually with baseball too, like I, you know, wins are not a pitcher stat, too. It's not the end all be all, but um, as far as the nets go, um, so I guess if we're like talking about Harden or Durant, um, yeah, I stand by that. I think wins matter and rings do matter less than individual accomplishments when evaluating their careers.
5: Yeah, I, I knew you'd come up with something wonderful and profound, and it'll resonate throughout. Uh, sports take them going forward. So thank you. Uh, you heard it here for here first. So appreciate that.
8: Yeah, thank you, Mina. Thank you, Jeanette.
1: Breaking new uh, analytical background in the basketball world. That's uh that's awesome. All right, uh, I'm gonna throw it out to Steve next. He's uh he's got a question. I think about game shows. Yes, Go ahead, Steve. Oh, Mina.
9: Hey. So uh my question would be for when you got to be the phone a friend for Who Wants to be a Millionaire. Um so kind of like what kind of prep do they give you guys? Um, any kind of like background that you can share on what it's like to actually be behind the scenes on that?
8: Yeah. Um, first of all, fuck you for your background, Steve. <laughs> that's just my <laughs> that's
9: just a wall. That's just my normal wall, so
8: uh
1: for the for the listeners at home, uh Steve has a very yeah. infamous play in Seahawks history. As oh, his Zoom background.
8: I I just saw a good boy or girl jump into the frame of Jeanette's box. <coughs> Much better
1: Not the there.
8: <laughs> Hi, um, where's Letty? I don't know. You walked out of the room. Um, so the way that worked was Dave Chang, who was the contestant on Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Home Pandemic Edition, I guess. So I met, but which is important because I imagine it's a little different for the normal show. Um hit me up and my friend Alan Yang, who was his other helper friend, I don't know what his exact title was. He's like a guy who works in TV and asked us to do it. And um like a couple of weeks before and then he sent us an app. He's like, if you want to play the Who Wants to be a millionaire app. So I did it a few times. Alan and I were like playing the game just to kind of see what kind of questions there were. Um and it was like not super hard. But um, then the show reached out and said, we need you to just be by the phone on this date for this time. And they call you to make sure your phone line works and all that. Um, and I was like, well, how do you know? I'm like not on my computer or whatever. And they're like, the question is really quick, actually, which this, this is something I didn't know because I don't watch the show regularly or I haven't been watching it in a long time. Like the, by the time the person gets the question out, you have so little time to and the not only the questions, but the options uh, to answer it. So um, I just sat on my, pho- my phone like for, I guess, an hour. And then I was like, all right, I guess he got eliminated because I couldn't see what was happening in the studio. So I remember I kind of walked downstairs to do something like the dishes or something. And then all of a sudden my phone rings and it's Jimmy Kimmel. And I was like, oh, my God because I thought enough time had elapsed. I was kind of hoping he wouldn't call, honestly, because I was worried about letting him down. So then he puts Dave on, and then Dave takes way too long to read the question. And I'm kind of like, woo, woo. And I I didn't sound definitive at all, because I wasn't. And then it hung up. And then you don't know if he's taking your answer or not. So then I run upstairs to see if I got it right, and I did. And then I felt better because I was like, "Well, either way, you know, I, I I didn't let him down." Then ten minutes later, Jimmy Kimmel calls me back to tell me he did take the answer, which is wild. <laughs> but uh, Chang's a crazy person. Um, yeah. So that was the whole behind the scenes of it.
9: All right. Sorry for the background. I'm not gonna apologize though.
8: That's okay.
1: All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it out to uh, one Mr. Fleming M who's in an undisclosed location somewhere in a hotel. Go ahead, Flem.
9: (laughs) Hey, Mina. Appreciate you joining. So I know that before the NFL analyst, you are a hard hitting business journalist. And I've been on a long life mission over the last 12 months to find out the real person behind one Twitter account, Lenny Kimes, a Twitter account of Lenny. I know you do not know. I just need to know journalist advice that can help me find figure out who this it person. is. I've oh, accused God, one person this. in this one person in this podcast I accused. Almost thought I had it. I'm still not convinced. So I need advice because I've literally gone through hours trying to find this person. Wow. Um,
8: I want to help you now because I wanna know who it is. I actually was like, okay. First I was little concerned once that account started getting some heat behind it because one I was I thought people thought it was me even though it doesn't tweet the way I tweet or whatever and then but mostly I was concerned like what if this is reputational damage to Lenny like what if Lenny (laughs) complicit Lenny right is I don't know what the exact handle is I refuse to follow it What if he was like, what if he had, or she, but let's be real. he. What if he had like bad political opinions that I don't agree with? Luckily I've, I've looked at his tweets and we seem to be kind of on the same page or at least when I looked a while ago, which was, you know, my biggest concern. But, um, I don't know who, how many followers does it have?
1: I don't know. Around Um, a thousand. I think.
8: Yeah. It's, it's not a lot, but. Oh my God, Jeanette, your dog's so cute.
9: So Jeanette's the one I accused of being Lenny. And I, I was almost positive it was Lenny. So I, Okay, I so how would you find it? find it?
8: Yeah. You gotta let it like, a, no like a honeypot. Um <sighs> mm, anonymous tweet Twitter uh feeds are really hard to unmask unless there's like a thread or something. Like it's pretty hard to come up with it, frankly. Um there's probably something where you could like.
1: Mm, How'd they find Brian Colangelo's burners? Hmm.
9: He had more than a thousand followers.
8: He, well, you know, that one was easy because he was, they, the burners were like following like his wife or something. Like, That's right. That's yeah, right. so everyone's like, clearly you're your wife. But this isn't one of those situations. I think you got to lay like, you got to do some kind of link or something. Like the way hackers will send you a link being like free COVID test. And then <laughs> when... Lenny clicks on fake Lenny clicks on the links on
9: it. You get yeah, something.
8: Yeah. I don't know how to do any of this, but in my mind, that's how you'd catch them.
9: Well, you said you'd help me. So I'll source you out. Don't worry. We'll talk later. We'll make it happen. And then you'll get some co-credit or something when we do our documentary. So oh, yeah. I, appreciate- I just
8: want. Oh, you're thinking like a QAnon documentary. <laughs> exactly. I didn't watch. I So I didn't. It has is my style. I didn't watch the documentary, but I read all of the I wanted to know who it was and like went through it. Let me tell you bad day for the Korean American community, because I'm pretty sure not spoiler alert the QAnon dude is half Korean. And um, as soon as I saw a picture, I was like, no, And then I got some <laughs> of my Asian chats were like, fuck, we're not happy about it. And he's kind of normal looking, right, which is weird. Like you wouldn't not the dad, but the, the son, he doesn't look like he should. He's you're like, you look like you could have a normal situation.
3: Anyways, <laughs>
8: don't get me started.
3: Did Pablo try to claim him?
8: No, I I wish. (laughs) Pablo should take him. We don't want him. I don't want the QAnon guy. Koreans don't want him.
9: Well, I appreciate it. Pablo can have him. We'll take the Lenny handle. Thank you, Mina.
0: Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help you even more. With the Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits.
1: All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it to Ant in Brooklyn. Go ahead, Ant.
3: Hi, Mina. Thanks for joining us. Hey. So I know you're out there with some of your fandoms, like for the Seahawks, the Mariners, and now the Nets. And I was just wondering, have you gotten any pushback from either ESPN or any of your coworkers? Because in general, it seems more people at ESPN don't necessarily – where their fandom out there so much you know and not that you are covering their teams or covering you know their opponents necessarily but i was wondering if you got any pushback on on how sort of yeah. upfront you are about your fandom um
8: no but i would if i went like homer like for example if going into the season i was like the Seahawks are going to win the super bowl or even their division i would probably get pushback from my nfl colleagues and Like, um, that's why I wouldn't do it, frankly, and I still don't believe it. But um, that to me is like the difference between being a fan and being a homer. Um, Like, I would say bad calls. You don't want to say that call should have gone another way or what have you. You know what I mean? A A good example is when the Russell Wilson trade stuff came out. Orlavsky, who I work with on NFL Live, was like, You're a homer. You don't be a homer. Cause I was like, see, I shouldn't trade Russell Wilson. I was like, I like literally, I'm any logical person on earth can see that this would be a bad thing for Seattle to do, even if you don't root for Seattle. Um, that's not being a homer, that's just believing in facts. So I try I, I try to be mindful of it with whatever team. Mariners, it doesn't matter because we never talk about them. Um and the Nets, um, that's a new one, so I'm feeling it out. So
3: Well the Mariners mess, might get some press since uh, you know what happened today to them, but
8: <laughs> Oh, you know, no hitters aren't don't matter these days.
3: Well, thank you very much.
1: All right. Up next I'm gonna send it to our foreign correspondent in the land down under, Morgan from Australia. Go ahead, Morgan.
2: Hi, Mina. Um massive fan. I'm very terrified. This doesn't happen often. Um, You look great. Oh, no, but thank you. Um, I have a million questions and I've taken notes and I've never taken notes before. So so everyone might be shocked. I'm so sorry. I'm nervous. Um, Why do you hate the goal line fade?
8: Because it's an inefficient pass. It doesn't work enough to justify
2: how often it's called. Okay, I think that was a boring question. That wasn't mine. No, that's Jimmy. okay. It's a good one. No, it was Jimmy's question. He doesn't say much, so we let him have one. Um, Richard Sherman. Sorry. Um, Keep Raiders, going. 49ers, Seahawks, or Saints? Does the Saints drafting a cornerback change things or not? Um, I think the fact that it, he's
8: probably going to ask for more money than the Saints have makes it a little unlikely if they – although I do think they're still – definitely in the mix. I would say I would also throw the Jets and the Raiders make a lot of sense. I would love for him to come back to Seattle. Richard Sherman's like one of my favorite Seahawks of all time. One of my favorite NFL players of all time, just to watch um, the way he talks. I, I think he's like a fascinating human being and I just kind of love what he represents. So I would love for him to come back to Seattle. I think it's probably a little less likely than the Raiders and the Jets, uh, but that would be a dream.
2: Technically, if he asked for five dollars, that would be more than the Saints have, though, isn't it? Yeah.
8: Although, again, the sta- the Saints are like the Stugatzes of the yeah. NFL. Like somehow they reach it's into like the clown couch. with
2: the napkins, and they just keep coming yeah, out of time. Exactly, like, exactly. Mickey just keeps pulling the dollars out of somewhere. Are you a Saints fan, Morgan? I am a Saint. I am a Saints I, fan. I can um, tell. I, yeah. I have a Saints ring than a Saints T-shirt. Um, yeah. So I had a million questions. Um, would no, it be again. eight million that would be required for him?
8: Um, I've been hearing around that range, so we'll see. Um, The Seahawks could really use him. The Raiders just signed uh, or got Casey Hayward. So that coupled with their draft, I think they're, they're kind of taking steps to fix their secondary, but it would be a good pick for them. The Jets are a really obvious one because they
2: didn't address their secondary early in the draft like some people thought they might. Okay. Um. I Thank you so much. I learned everything I know about football from listening to your podcast. I oh, knew man. About football before. Um. So, like, I'm a massive Homer. Um. Thank you. I appreciate I might cry. That. Um, thank yeah, you for so, listening. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate everything that you've done for me football wise because now I'm not so stupid. And I also took your um, music take and I went to a Channel Trez concert when he came to Melbourne. And it was. Oh, really cool. that's awesome. My husband yeah. was there then. Yeah. So I seen him on your um, yours and Mike's Instagram story one night. Oh, like, shit. That. I love I like, that I really, I really like that song. Um, and so my boyfriend and I went to a gig of his when he came to Melbourne 2018, I think. It was so cool. Oh, my gosh. You live in Melbourne. I,
8: I yeah. Sorry, is it Melbourne, Melbourne? Yeah, Melbourne. Like Melbourne, Mel- Melbourne, yep.
2: Melbourne. Yep. Um, like Morgan,
8: <laughs> I, I'm often told that all my accents are just Australian, they're not Mena.
2: They're really not. Every time they okay. say that to you, I'm like, it's not. Okay. <laughs> but, but okay, okay mate. Okay, yeah, mate. I appreciate your question, mate. No, they are improving their meaning. You know? I think they're getting better. I think um, why
8: I put in a lot of
2: work, so. Yeah, well. No, on the Bobby.
8: Yeah,
2: that's, that's better.
8: That's better. Do, is, is anyone so- here not to, like, hijack <laughs> this? Is anyone watching Mayor of Easttown? HBO. I haven't show? started
1: it yet. No. It, yeah. Right, they boy, murder
8: yeah. Mystery. yeah. So my husband's from Delco uh, and he just cries laughing the whole show. And It's like a dark murder mystery, which kind of ruins the vibe a little. But I Mike and I have been sending each other audio. Mike Ryan and I have been sending each other audio voice messages of trying to do the accent <laughs> You're an asshole. Hey mooner I'm going to go to Wawa and get a water ice. It's kind of how it's <laughs> uh I'm working on that one.
1: Wow. Uh, Hank Azaria has got some competition. Master master of a thousand voices over here. Uh, seriously. <laughs> Morgan, thank you for those questions. That was the most professional I think any of us have ever been on this podcast. Uh, those and, were excellent. And I'll
2: never do that again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> those were excellent questions. <laughs> thank you for coming with the notes. All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it down south to Kij. Go ahead, Kij. Hey,
7: Mina. Um, hey.
1: So which current or former NFL player would you most like to take on a cross country adventure to find Bigfoot? And I'm probably guessing you're going to pick a Seahawk. So maybe one Seahawk and one non-Seahawk.
8: Um, no, I don't actually I might not pick a Seahawk. Let me, um Richard Sherman would be up there because he's really smart and I like, I like him. Um thinking hard. Baker Mayfield's really into Bigfoot, which kind of makes me not want to take him because you don't want someone who's like too in- invested in the journey and can't enjoy the ride, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um for me, it's really like who would I want to be friends with? And Ooh, this is hard. Marshawn Lynch is retired. He's just the coolest person on earth. Um, I'm gonna go with. Do I really like? Sorry, I'm like taking this question way too seriously. No, no, <laughs> uh,
7: no it's great. Uh, I knew you would.
8: But, you know, it's just I want to make sure I have the right answer exactly.
1: And it is current football players, correct? Is. You did take, um, it, yeah.
7: no current or former actually.
8: Oh, then Marshawn Lynch, please.
7: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that would be my answer too. <laughs>
1: yeah.
8: <laughs> Best human.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's the, the top three of like, no matter the scenario, no matter the hypothetical, it's always Marshawn like Just vibes, yeah. man. Yeah, Just absolutely. Vibes. absolutely. And endless supply of Skittles. Um, <laughs> great, great road trip, uh, snack and, and candy to have. 100%. All right. Uh, next up, I'm going to throw it to Aaron in Memphis. Go ahead, Aaron.
3: Hey, Mina. How are you? First, hey. I just want to start off by saying uh, tighten up first. And second, um, I actually, you know, think that it's not the goal line fade. It's the poor execution by the quarterbacks. And so I just would really like to talk some hard-hitting football stuff with you, if you don't mind. Um, so my first question is um of all the foods you typically have at your house what's the one food that when you're having it for dinner you purposefully save some because the leftovers are so good and what's one food that when you're having it for dinner you might even overeat because the leftovers suck oh
8: wow such a good question chinese food and salads like um i know it sounds a little um like an an, overeating a salad is that possible but I don't know yes, if you guys ever had is. like a sweet green salad where by the end you feel like a cow, just like grazing that, you know, but I'm like, I got to get through this. Cause I don't, I'm not, I don't want to eat it tomorrow because next day salad is not good. Whereas the next day Chinese food is incredible. So that's what I get with.
3: Very efficient answer. Bye. Yeah, I th- thought about it.
1: Crush that one. Absolutely crush that one. All right, uh, Our one of our uh, editors and producers beep, couldn't make it tonight, but I wanted to read his question for him. Uh, we all know Bo, Dion, and Brian Jordan. We know about Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates, but which NFL player could be a two-sport athlete in hockey?
8: <laughs> um, I have an answer for this. This might not be the right one, but I did a story on J- Jalen Ramsey, the cornerback like three years ago or something. And he told me that if he was given six months, he could make the NHL. And <laughs> and then uh, hockey players got found it and hockey. Twitter and hockey players are like very pick me. Right. Like they're You're like, right. please like my sports. <laughs> so they were like, who do you think you are? Jalen Ramsey. But like he probably could. I'm just saying. So I think the Nashville Predators had him out like to onto the ice or maybe. Uh this is when he was in Jacksonville. I don't know what the hockey team there, whatever hockey teams there. I
1: I, I'm i not gonna save you on this. Then, I out a don't little even know bit. if they have one. I, it,
9: yeah, I don't even I don't it even would know.
5: Either what's the closest be, one. It would either be the Panthers, the Florida Panthers panwagon, what's yeah. Up? Yeah, probably or the, the Panthers Pan, or the Lightning,
1: yep, yep. The
5: Panthers the, are the, the one that the with the gross lightning. The I, Mike I like pictures. Yes, the they, they're the of
1: ones the with panders? the uh, the Mike Ryan gif. Yes, yeah. of the uh, that that gif is so creepy. I'm oh, um, a thousand percent on your side about that. I, I have to scroll fast yeah. whenever I see it.
2: Hate it. And Absolutely. The Lightning have won, and and the Panthers have not won. Oh yeah, That's the, the true. Lightning just That's won. True. Right.
8: Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, up next, I'm going to throw it to Allie. Allie's got a uh, question for you. Go ahead.
8: Hi, Mina. Um, I did some research beforehand and saw you used to work at a bagel shop in high school. And I was wondering wondering if you had any inside scoop on the big bagel industry and what was the most bizarre concoction requested by one of your customers? It's amazing that you're asking this question because I was just telling someone about this, Allie. So I'm sure you guys saw that viral Starbucks order, the like crazy... um... It was like a caramel, whatever, some, like, you know, somebody, I don't know who it was, Edward was his name, ordered like some surgery. And, you know, if you worked in the service industry, you all, we all have our stories of like people used to order like crazy stuff. And it brought to mind, this wasn't hard to make, but every day when I worked at Bagel Nash, there was a woman who would, in high school, who would come in and order a blueberry smoothie and a blueberry bagel with blueberry cream cheese, which in retrospect, I should have called the FBI, like on day four, (laughs) like who does that? I think about it all the time, honestly. And and to me, that's worse than like something with a lot of stuff, because even the order with a lot of stuff, while incredibly disrespectful of, you know, the server person making the barista, I guess, it like looked good. I mean, it was a milkshake. But the blueberry on blueberry on blueberry crime. Honestly, I felt sick every time I made it. Um, Yeah. So that's my answer.
1: Very good. Uh, We're going to take that audio and then dub Stephen A. Smith's voice over top of you describing that order. Yeah. Yeah, And uh, and and uh, uh, just put that in the podcast completely unexplained or anything. All right. uh, Up next, I'm going to throw it out to Kyle. Kyle, go ahead. Hey Mina. So
5: I unfortunately
1: um, am a Lions fan. So I was wondering, do
5: you have a go-to saying, like a generic saying, for um, when fans of
7: helpless teams ask you for some sort of hope? And if you do have something like that, could you please share it with me? Because I need all the hope (laughs) I can possibly get. Like,
8: like a, mm, like a some a quickie, like little expression you could lean on, kind of like absolutely, um, like. Chin up, chin strap. <laughs> um. By the way, you should check out my latest podcast. We talked about the draft classes and both my, I did it with Danny Kelly, who's been a friend of mine forever. And we both really liked the Lions draft class.
1: Well, that, that makes my day. Yeah, that's, that's per- I think that's exactly what he was looking for. Just any thread whatsoever that he could cling on to for dear life, Mina. That was great.
8: There
1: you go. Wonderful answer. Wonderful answer. All right, I'm going to throw it out to Powell next. Go ahead, Powell.
6: Hi, Mina. So, as you know, the challenge is, Amer- is America's fastest growing sport. And I would like to know, in a hall brawl, who do you got winning between you and Katie Nolan?
8: <laughs> what is a hall
6: brawl? I'm glad you asked a hall brawl is essentially like a, like an Oklahoma drill, but you've got like a hallway and you've got two people padded up and they're just running through each other to ring a bell on the other end.
8: Katie Nolan, you said was who I got to go up against. Yeah. Yeah. I'm winning that 10 out of 10.
6: Wow. Ten of so ten. it's usually like a best of like three situations. So you're just not even, she's not even getting that third chance. It's just over and two um yes i'm i'm
8: i'm bigger than her i run every day which people are surprised by um yeah i'm picking me
1: okay i like the i like the confidence excellent thank you no problem all right good answer good answer all right uh i got a one more question for you uh this is coming from schweitz he couldn't be here due to new baby duties but he wanted to know if you could freaky friday body switch with anyone in sports media who would you switch with Ow!
8: freaky friday body switch okay um this is really interesting because part of me is like Stephen a because i just want to inhabit his body (laughs) but the thing is like what's special about him is his essence and so if i was in the body i would it like i you'd just be on first take which i already have done first take so it's not like an experience i'm craving so um i'm gonna throw that one out um still would be interesting just to see what it's like A day in the life one but also just like the way people treat you is so different that that would be fascinating right but i also don't think i want to do that (laughs) um so that's a no maybe someone really tall like bill walton just to see what it's like to be super tall
1: okay and uh have lots of things coursing through your veins uh at the same time yeah, plus he's a- like
8: super rich so like you'd be yeah, comfortable you could call a game and say wild stuff so, yeah that's that's and you could um people would like respect you like athletes so you could have like you know be like slap hands with i don't know richard jefferson like, <laughs> kind of lame as i said it.
1: I think so. So there's there's two ways to look at this question too, which is, um, are you broadcasting as them for the day, or is this just like their personal lives? What you imagine to be a super fascinating existence. I think the Bill Bill Walton existence is fascinating. I think that's a fantastic answer there.
8: Best to both worlds. But like you you know, if I just wanted to see what it's like to be super rich, I'd do like Dion or something, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm like living a mansion, but. Bill walton, bill
1: walton. all right bill walton fantastic answer fantastic all okay. right uh i'm gonna throw it back out to lou rafter he's got uh, a little something for you for joining our podcast this evening
7: wow. so i mean i think from all of us we know from i think the first time we heard you on the Lebatar, we knew you were going to be destined for great things and okay. as you climb up the ladder in this world uh, we want you to make sure you didn't forget your roots so we got you a made you a hat for the Kindsteins.
8: oh wow <laughs> oh man that's so great i love it
7: oh, also then on the back of course also you got your lenny lenny made the
8: oh <gasps> that
1: is beautiful that's what yeah, he that? oh, was doing in the background while we're recording the podcast that's what he's his little shop is uh, you right got there.
8: a hat place oh dude that is amazing. I love that hat. Shit, okay, we'll, thank you. We'll con-
7: connect, get your address, and we'll Yeah, 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 for sure. Thing.
8: God, that, that's so great. I love it. Hey, Lou, do you, you can say no. Do you listen to the Minicom show featuring? <laughs> you can say no if you uh,
7: don't. Unfortunately, with everything else I've been listening to with the Levitards, I, I not get. as much.
8: I can say we could do a hat swap, a limited edition hat swap. But you know what? Um... I feel like Morgan from Australia gets, I have these like limited edition MK show hats. So Morgan, you feel like you sounded like a very passionate listener. So uh, in exchange for you guys sending me the t- kind of sign is that Morgan, get, yeah, give me yeah. your info address and stuff. And
2: I have already I could... listened to today's pod and I oh, was wow. upset. I was Sorry upset that you kind saints. of gave the saints yeah. the thing, but yeah. I, I, I didn't hold it against you because I love you, well, and anyway, now I love I'm, you
8: more. You got you got a hat coming your way. Glad I yes,
2: thank you, Lou.
8: Lives mm. really far, but
1: Morgan will be uh, hounding Lou to make sure that hat goes out ASAP. That will be the fastest hat ever mailed to anybody in the history of our podcast. Love right him. there. All right, All right.
8: Okay, I got gotcha. you.
1: Mina, I'm glad you enjoyed the hat. We got to get we got to get some sounder for when we do the hat reveal, like uh, like on the levitar show. Dun-dun! That we was gotta... so
8: much better than I thought. I <laughs> thought it was going to be something like a song or something or like, a I don't know, something I didn't want. But I actually really want that hat
1: yeah. not... I
5: want a song.
8: Terrible. straight
5: up
1: yeah for each of our guests uh happen. when sarah was on he made a commish hat with the c the the cub c um uh all sorts of like it's it's custom for for each person that, and that hat is uh is beautiful
8: I, my guys uh, my mom my, my guys my mom has been doing these like really fucked up photoshops <laughs> it's like a, it's and she just texted me one of pablo um photoshopped onto shohei otani's body (laughs) uh can i just show it to you guys
1: yes Yes, please please so
8: disturbing
1: oh my god i got it oh that's that's wonderful
4: nightmare
8: fuel
1: oh my god
8: it's a cursed image if there ever was one
1: okay so you're you're telling me like she is a a user of photoshop is that what you're saying absolutely
8: not no she has like some app it's not actually Adobe okay. Photoshop, but. But yeah.
1: she is creating these things.
8: She, oh, yeah, this is, she, she sent an earlier iteration that made me promise not to show anyone. And then she said, give me a second. I'm going to do another one. So.
1: Is yeah. she sharing these on Twitter at all? Or just,
2: for you. I think it's she it's might, she you. might,
8: she might share that one. So okay. you guys are getting a little
2: preview. She's, she's coming it's for most,
9: your Etch-a-Sketch game.
8: She, she might
2: mama, just share it to her, her special Instagram friends, which would be me
8: she's uh she's she's kind of a celeb now so how, how are you
1: taking that uh that newfound celebrity status for your mom
8: i'm happy but i'm uh, to kind of bring this full circle to one of the early questions i'm a little worried because i don't my mom's like such a wonderful pure wholesome person it seems like most of the feedback she gets is really positive but i also really want to protect her from any bullshit sure. so sure. if anyone comes at her i'll have to help call on the squad and oh everything. yeah oh exactly. we're waiting we, we're, we're wait waiting there. yeah just take take them we, yeah we, we, t-
2: we spoke to mike about her and we we decided that she could probably solve the problems on reddit um just <laughs> with like just with her aura and like her presence um yeah, she could I, make reddit nice 100
8: I, I love reddit i'm big on the bachelor reddits i read that a
1: lot What's, uh, are, do you, are you in, on there as your, your like a handle that people would recognize or do you? Yeah. Stealth, yeah. Stealth I don't post.
8: It? No, I just read it. But okay. my handle, I've done an AMA with Slebtard Reddit. It's ESPN Mina, I think. Somewhere. I didn't
1: know if you had like a, a, a burner account then. Nah, and... but okay. Okay.
8: I'm not posting. I'm just reading, <laughs> reading the hot bachelor gas. We were, and, we
1: were going to, we were going to start trying to, to solve the mystery of which, which account was yours. Complicit uh, Lenny on Reddit. It's complicit, yeah. <laughs> right, anyway. I'm, the she,
8: one, I'm the one posting actually mina is great on response to it
1: <laughs> she very quickly disowned that that notion that she's complicit lenny on twitter well uh mina thank you so very very much for joining us this evening we really we could not be more thrilled to have you and we really appreciate your time uh on the count of three can i get a thank you mina in the chat one two three
6: my
8: goodness, all I can say is good day, hey, mates. <laughs> oh, Nailed it.